Ah. Uh, wow. Okay, please no. That's how we, we, that's how we get ready. It's important. I think yeah. we should go back to that, guys. Honestly, honestly, it gets my energy up. I'm like, yeah, podcast. <laughs> episode 149 the forecast is a bi-weekly podcast streamed on thursdays except this day is monday and it's released on youtube and podcast on fridays we're a community of people are exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games to board games to film and tv to our everyday life experiences if you'd like to know more about what we do you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash horizon fb or you can come hang out in our discord channel or you can check out our website with horizon.com where we have a ton of original content for you to browse through additionally everything we talk about is in our cast notes which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using I'm Aaron, joined by a couple additional peeps. Caleb? That's me. Jake? Oh, shit, what up? Alex? Mm, okay. No one. <laughs> Hello, guys, gals, non-binary pals. I think That's we're the just best one put, we've done yet. That was amazing. We're just going to put like an N with a little like apostrophe right before everyone's yeah. name from now on. Mm-hmm. I just feel confident about it. I think it's no, going to spice like it. things up for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we finally have a gimmick. 148 episodes in, <laughs> a gimmick. A gimmick that's not ah. Yeah. No, you know what? It, never mind. Forget the end thing. We got to go back with the ahs. It's more important, right. Jake. You're, you're I right. I don't like that we like parted the kimono and showed that it's Monday instead of Thursday. That's not. I mean, we're literally streaming yeah, that's on a Monday. Those are words. <laughs> sure. That's a weird phrase. Never heard anyone say that, but cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Choices. Yeah choices hey right off the top i want to talk about real quick we participated in extra life united last week it was fun but also hmm hilarious hmm. sure <laughs> hilarious and uh just made me really feel like that i am not great at video games multiple times in a row also that controllers are just incredibly superior to mouse and keyboard when you're playing halo uh, what however about, what is extra life united for anyone oh, who extra, does not know. Yes, Extra Life United. Actually, Owen, do you want to talk about this? You've done this two years in a row. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, so Extra Life United is a tournament that is put on by Extra Life. Uh, it is a free tournament to do so. Um, it, it, there is a component of... It's kind of like a, a mini PAX in Florida uh, that happens as well. People can kind of hang out and, you know, look at video game stuff and kind of, you know, celebrate Extra Life as a thing. Uh, but since the past uh, two years have been COVID somewhat related, they've been doing the tournament part also online to have people be able to join in that. And so it's free tournament to enter. And then if you place and do well in those tournaments, you win money for your hospital of choice. Um, and so that is a good cause to help try to win some money for uh, the kids at any of the children's hospitals that they support. And this year we played in four games. Yeah, we did. Uh, we played some Halo Infinite, Owen, Chad, and I. Um, I'm clearly the better, better Halo uh-huh. player, so yep. I yep. won Obviously. out. Uh, Obviously. You actually placed. placed. <laughs> I did. did. I placed you? like 16th yep. or something. I wow. am not good at Halo against controller. But, but, <laughs> but he got into payment level. You got I did. far enough that you got payment level, whereas I got knocked out round one because I placed against some guy who's like... I think he won. good, and he won the entire tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah but was he, he, he was trying to be very humble, and I was like, "No, man, you are good. Like you mm-hmm. wrecked me, and I think I'm somewhat decent at this game." Was it? Uh, it was one v ones. It was one v ones, and everybody weird hated it. Wow. Yeah, it was a weird choice. It like, had like and, a 15 minute timer and 15 kills, and there were three oh, rounds. Yeah. It was just so slow. It was very <laughs> slow. Everybody hated it. Also, because of just the way that Halo has been and like the community just feeling like there's no love from 343 Studios and it's just not being supported well. Um, You know, it it just kind of felt bad on so many different levels, not just the way that the tournament itself was set up, which I think was bad, but also just the people that were playing it were just like, oh, well, you know, I don't really play Halo because this game sucks. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I was only playing it to practice. And then the second that the tournament was over, uninstalled it off my PC. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, nope, fuck this. So 
uh that was kind of a weird thing and i i guess you know the idea was the fact that they had that uh beforehand but a lot of people signed up they had 54 people specifically for halo so i mean at least some people looked at it and thought maybe i can win something uh and some people were right like aaron and some people were wrong like me After Halo, we did participate in Pokemon Unite. There were only like I think eight teams who played. Maybe 13. somewhere around there. Thirteen, 13, there were 13 teams. Okay. All right. You guys were it... top fifty percent. Yep. Spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> um. What we ended up placing fourth, right? Fourth. That's the right number. Fourth place. Okay. Fourth place. Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Uh, we played against a team that just styled all over us at one point. <laughs> uh, wiped the floor with us, and weirdly enough, they themselves got wiped all over the floor, just like a mop. Because there was a team of pros in the top of the bracket that uh, just dominated everyone. That game has pros, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. Or is, yep. is it like a uh, Heroes of the Storm thing where a pro <laughs> team that plays a real game just hopped in and was like, we'll just win this one. I think Alex looked up some of the stats on like one of the big players, didn't you? Yeah, or, or like the way the rankings in that game work are like... You basically have medals working all the way up to masters, and then once you get into masters, you get like an ELO score, okay. and it starts at twelve hundred. And the highest ranked player in the world right now is just over three thousand. Okay. Uh, and we were playing against people that were like twenty two hundred ish at one point. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes, dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like it's... ranked like several medals below masters. Even you know, masters, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but really. We should be. We're we're at that quality of play. We just haven't quite we haven't played <laughs> enough yet to get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was fun. And then following uh, the next day, we had two other games. We played some uh, Mario Kart. Uh, Alex and I both lost. That was uh, fun to try. But people are really good at that game. Mm-hmm. I got beat solidly, like five five races in a row. Wow! It was, I, it was best of five. You you played all five races, no matter what, sucks. for some reason. Oh, yep. After the why? third one, I was like, "Why am I still playing?" Against you? <laughs> Go home, dude. Uh, I got 3-2'd on the first round. Uh, the guy who went on to play, I think, all the way up in the semis. So, wait, it's pretty is this good. also a one v one situation? It's also a one v one Mario Kart with Best no computers. One v one. Best of five. Yep. Hundred fifty CC. Yeah, frantic items. So you don't that get sounds... like the standard catch up mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just gotta you just get, get random it's stuff. Luck of the draw, and you have to be really good at timing your your power slides. Mm-hmm. If you can that's, do that, you can maintain speed. That's what Mario Kart's all about. Yeah, yep. I don't yep. really knowing know, the maps would help. I think. I don't know why you would want to do competitive Mario Kart. It seems like a game like antithetical built, to the competitive. Yeah, it's built <laughs> to be casual. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. it's built to be like, oh, you suck shit. Here's a power up that'll make you win <laughs> yeah. like, right away. Like, who yeah. cares? Yeah. Uh, we didn't Wild. place in that, but we also played, the very last game we played was Fall Guys, which was two hours straight of Fall Guys with the weirdest reporting oh system God. I've ever heard of, where when you're done with a game, you screenshot it and you go fill out a Google form and paste your screenshot, and it tallies <laughs> the medals on the fly because you have to manually enter how many bronze, silver, gold medals, and how many crowns you had. Woo! And uh, I think Chad, Chad ended up placing in that, so, but okay. yeah, it was... He man. plays pretty high too, right? Like yeah, yeah he, I think he made like six hundred bucks off off that one. Wow! Nice. Yeah, really so in total, high. I think we ended up winning twenty one twenty five total, um, towards our extra life fundraising for twenty twenty two. So That's pretty good. Yeah, not quite, very good actually. Not quite Owen's fundraising from <laughs> last year for Among Us, oh, yeah. but we're getting yeah. there. Yeah, I tried. I tried to to repeat, and I failed. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I think you lost in Halo on purpose because you knew we were going to place and everything else, and you didn't want us to surpass know, your fundraising I money was, from I 2020. I wanted to get because all I like all you had to do was win one game. All I had to do was win two, and apparently there was a lot of people in up the other parts of the bracket that were not as skilled, and I was really looking forward to playing against those people. And instead, I got the one guy who's like (laughs) i'm not even onyx man i'm not that good at this game and as he's just like trashing me 15 to like two and i was like yeah obviously Mm -hmm. you're not good yeah onyx would be terrible at halo he doesn't even have arms he's all rocks (laughs) doesn't even make sense all right well let's move on um two things real quick uh this is our pre-pep podcast which means 
For the first time in two years, we are going to talk about our upcoming trip to Boston to go to PAX East 2022 and talk about all the things we're getting, looking forward to, excited about how big and giant and full of booths the showroom floor is going to be. Uh, but before we get there, before we get there, let's talk about real quick, what have you been playing lately? Jake, we're going to start with you. We're going to start with me? Well, this whole segment is devoted to me bragging that I finally got a PS5. I finally got a PS5, guys. Yeah! It took so hey, long. Congratulations. I finally freaking got one. You, you I, actually I, went to GameStop to get one, right? I had to, yeah. <laughs> I had to go in person to a store and wait in line for like an hour. That's it was actually, It was super heartbreaking because two girls came up to like get in line and the guy comes out and he's like, we have one left. Oh, no. <laughs> like the one girl got there like, I mean, literally like seconds. Like, they basically walked up together, but one girl was technically in front, and she was like, oh. I mean, she got here first, and it was like, well, <laughs> I guess it, I guess. Yeah. Yikes. Heartbreaking, dude. Savage. Um, I would have pushed her on the ground and ran. I know. <laughs> but, um, so I, I've been playing around with that a little bit. I played this game called Astro's Playroom. It's like a, it's basically like a tech demo that comes with it. But, um, it's like, it's a super charming game. Like, I really loved it. There's tons of references to, like, Sony stuff. Like, essentially, the idea is, like, you're playing this little guy and you go through, like, oh, this is the GPU jungle. And so you go in there and it's, like, a big jungle that's supposed to be, like, the CPU of the PS5. And then there's, like, a RAM city. I don't remember. Um, but it's really cool. It's really charming. It makes use of all the new features. Like, the triggers have different pressure to push them in. Yeah. Which is, I, I don't know, I've never had something like that, and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing in the world, so that was really, it was really cool. I'm pretty sure that was like the one comment Caleb had about the controller last week when he was talking about it. The yeah. triggers sound cool, yeah. So cool. It is cool. It, like, it sounds dumb, but then you play it and it's like, oh, dude, it like, it clicks the way like it should when you're like, <laughs> I don't know, it's it super hard to describe. It you want it to sense. do when you play yeah. with it. Yeah, and the, the rumble's also like, better. It's just generally better. How like do you it, have it, a better rumble? It's HD, Aaron, <laughs> like in the Switch. HD rumble? <laughs> That's what they call the, the rumble in the Switch Joy-Cons, HD rumble. That's so dumb. High <laughs> def rumble. Get out of here. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just saying, when you finally get a PS5 in like two years, you'll be like, oh, yeah. my God, the rumble. And I'll be like, yeah, old man. Yeah, yeah, Sony graces humanity, humanity with more than 10 PS5s. Mm. <laughs> and we can all buy them. But yeah, no, I mean, if like I, I've been a PS like a PlayStation kind of fanboy, I guess for a while. So a lot of this was really nostalgic. Like you go and you get like, oh, here's like you're, you like like the things you find are like, oh, here's like a PS2 multi tap. Here's like a PS2 DualShock, and I was like, oh my god, like I had one of these. That's so cool. And you find like little uh, like homages to like other PlayStation games. Like there's these little Astro guys who are acting out like Bloodborne. In one huh. part, and I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. And then there's like a Crash Bandicoot little area. It's just, it's really charming. I, I ended up really, really liking this game, even though it's only like four hours or something. Cool. Alex, how about you? What have you been playing? Sure. Um, still playing Stolen Realm. We talked about it in the podcast last time. Mm -hmm. uh, simultaneous turn-based RPG. Uh, they released a major content update in between us last talking about it that added... Uh, crafting like weapon crafting so you can add like prefixes and suffixes to weapon descriptions and it'll add like you know extra damage on physical attacks or you know uh your summons will do more damage or stuff like that and you can kind of customize it it actually adds uh quite a bit of uh customization to your your builds mm -hmm. um so that game's still continuing to be very fun cool. yeah it's not nearly as slow as you'd expect being a multiplayer Turn-based game. It's because you go yeah. at the same time. It's yeah, such a good, turns good really, concept. Really good. Well, I don't know, man. Caleb remembers when we played Civilization with Kevin in the same way. <laughs> Took about five hours for every turn. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. brutal. That was. Yep. Some people just don't take turns. <laughs> well, he has to go do laundry, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sounds about right. Caleb, how about you? What are you playing? Uh, finally, finally got around to playing some of the new Destiny stuff, the Witch Queen expansion. Uh, the, the meme, though. <laughs> I, yeah, know, I know, I know, yeah, I know. But finally got around to it. 
And yeah, what? we talked about it last podcast. You missed out, Jake. Oh, me, damn me it. Mended. I missed all the cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> really did. I don't think I had played it then. No. No. Okay. You guys, you hadn't started playing yet. Did you talk um, about the end of Elden Ring too? <laughs> Elden Ring also, not Elden Ring two. That's not. Out <laughs> I don't think we talked about the endings really, didn't we? Oh my god. No. Ending. Okay, we'll get. The, you know, we'll have, we can have a big spoiler episode once we all finish it. Yeah. So in like what twenty twenty four maybe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pencil it in. Sorry for interrupting. No problem. Uh, but Destiny, the Witch Queen stuff is pretty good. The legendary campaign is actually challenging content, which is nice for a campaign for Destiny because mm-hmm. usually it's not in any way challenging. Yep. yep. But pretty much solo, you almost can't do it solo. That's how difficult. Ah, I'm really. Su- I'll be surprised if you guys can do it two player. With two people. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's come on, Aaron. We basically hard. did a two player. <laughs> wow. I hope Derek's listening. Poor Derek. <laughs> Holy oh, crap! Fired. Brutal. There are so many times that we're just like, Derek, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Well, I didn't happened? know we were going over there. I was like, we discussed this. Alex is like, yeah, right. we discussed this plan multiple times. All right, Derek, we got a new strategy. We're going to go left and circle around the back and then ult on the right side. He runs off right. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> Where are you going? He's, going. He's like, He's going. Well, we're not going this way again? We d- we just discussed our new strategy, Derek. <laughs> like Ten three seconds, seconds ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is we're in one of the, like one of the last boss fights, and it's kind of this like circular arena with like uh, two levels. And on one side, there's just like this giant wall, and we're wanting him to put down the, his ult, which is a warlock. It like buffs everybody's uh, shots and gives them an overshield and like heals them rapidly. And rather than doing it on the steps where we're in clear view of the boss, he just he gets all frantic. He's like, "Oh, I can't, it's it's go time!" And he puts it down behind the wall. We can't see anything. <laughs> No one's near it. I'm like way in front. Alex is like, you need to see where Derek put this alt. He's like shooting the ground. He's like, look at this. Look at this spot. What is this going to do? Man. Incredible. It's a yeah, little rough. Might actually the- be easier with just you and Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The game is, uh, I've been playing it too. That's that's on my list. So I'll just kind of pick up here a little bit too. But um, the game is excellent. Legendary mode is really good on the campaign. It feels like you're not just like mowing down enemies it, like you actually have to have some tactics to how you approach various parts of the map. And they've also taken some cues from their raid and dungeon mechanics, not like major cues, but they definitely have things where it's like, well, you got to go kill these few guys before you unlock this crystal and then you can shoot the crystal and then you're rotating around the room kind of like you would in a dungeon or a raid. So it kind of feels like raid light. Uh, but also yeah. like in a campaign where you can play with three people and it's, it's fun and it's long. It's, very, very long, actually. Way longer than Lightfall. Well, Lightfall? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, in my opinion, probably the best campaign Destiny, is, uh, Destiny has ever uh, put out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely the best one so far that I've played. Yeah. Very good. Uh, that was me. Owen, let's go to you last. Okay, cool. Uh, so I have been playing a lot of Back for Blood because the new DLC came out the other week. Uh, and... It is a lot of fun. Uh, the new DLC brings uh, two new uh, cleaners into the fold so you can have some new people to play against. Uh, honestly, I don't think they're that much to write home about. I do like one of them because they add a completely new mechanic to the game, uh, which is uh, that you have overhealth. You can overheal people. Uh, mm-hmm. So if your temp, like normally your temp health only goes to your maximum health number, but because if you play this character, it will go over that amount by a specific amount. Uh, and there are cards now that you can get that also buff that. And I think that's really cool to be able to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to pop this pill. And instead of it just giving you like 10 health extra, it'll overheal it uh, and give you a bunch more. Uh, so that's really cool. Is um, that. Is that temp health? Is it like decay, or is it just when you get hit, you lose it? It does decay. Okay. Uh, and it decays slower than uh, your normal, um, your normal temp health okay. decay, uh, yeah. which is very nice. Uh, the other cool thing about it, uh, and like the main kind of gist of it all, is the fact that there is now what are called hive nests in the game, uh, and so. 
as you run through your mission, you know, one of the acts and everything, uh, there will be these giant, like, purple glowing holes in the ground. And you go there with your team, and it'll take you into an underground area where you can then... um, uh, where you can then fight off a bunch of new uh, ridden that are in there, as well as get a bunch of really cool loot. Uh, there are legendary weapons that are down there, uh, which is really neat because the it, like they all have different effects. The one that I was using a lot was the uh, auto shoddy, and the auto shoddy do, uh, is also flame damage. It just like fires, it just fires fire <laughs> at people, uh, and so like that's really fucking cool um and and so that's really neat uh there's a bunch of other just different legendaries there's like a legendary hammer that anytime you make contact with somebody it explodes like it drops a grenade right there and explodes everything around you um so it's just like a lot of uh cool stuff i really like the dungeons because i feel like it adds a very neat uh gameplay mechanic of when you go through these areas you have to kind of think of just being like okay cool we're you know we're a little bit out from the safe house do we want to continue going to the safe house or do you want to divert to path and go into one of these underground areas and uh try to risk it or maybe you're doing it on purpose because you don't want to fuck with whatever the um thing is that's in front of you and you're like i don't want to do this this is gonna be a pain in the ass so fuck this we're gonna go downstairs and we're just gonna run through that because that's infinitely better Um, oh wait does it can it like loop around things in the map so if you go any time that you go into the map, anytime you go down, it'll take you all the way to the end once you're finished. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh. So so it'll it'll like when once you complete the nest, the underground area, uh, it will then start you at the start of the next like hmm. part of the level. Okay. Um. And I think that's really cool because there's like the the example that I gave Jake, and the thing that I've done a lot of times is. Everybody knows there's that one part in uh, the beginning of Act 1 where you have to um, call the grain site. Like, you have to get the grain to fall down in front of the train right. to climb up it. And that's a pain in the ass. And it kills mo- almost everybody. And most of the time, there is a nest right outside of that. Nice. So before you call the thing, you can look at it and just go, hey, do we just want to skip this part? Do we just not <laughs> want to do this stupid thing and just go downstairs and, like, check out everything in the cave? Um, and, like, if the if you want, you can explore the cave deeper and keep trying to get what these things that are called uh, um, skull totems, which are used to buy the new cosmetics and cards and things. Um, mm-hmm. and, or you can just be like, hey, you know what? We were just doing this to go around and maybe find some new... Um, maybe find a couple new uh, guns and a couple new attachments. And so you can just be like, fuck it. We're just going to grab the guns, grab the attachments, grab the money, and get the hell out. Um, and so you don't have to really worry about the skull totems. But I just think that's a very neat mechanic to have it kind of weave in and out uh, and, like, honestly build yourself and make you feel really powerful. Uh, there's a lot of times that I've been doing that uh, just with a bunch of randoms online that, like, you're leaving those places with blue guns purple guns you know legendary like you know the golden guns you've got tons of really good fucking attachments you've got like three or four k copper on you so you can just start buying whatever the fuck you want um like i I, I don't know like (laughs) this just makes you feel really powerful if you can manage to go through it and come out on the other end uh the other they also did a bunch of like quality of life updates with this dlc uh which was very nice of just being like hey they fixed the special spawn so it's not broken anymore that's nice um they also heard that one before though. Yeah. They fixed the uh, special spawn rate every other patch. They also <laughs> added um a bunch of uh, the uh, what is it like the cards that you can buy uh when you're in the safe rooms. Uh you can uh, now buy those. Uh now there's five of them. There's always team health, there's always stamina, and there's always ammo. And the ammo one also gives you one percent damage now instead of just ammo. So it's less awful. Um, and so there's <laughs> those three are always there. And then there's two uh, random ones for Be either like good your, ones. Yeah, your accessories. And those are a little bit more expensive. But it's still nice to have all five of those there. Because it's just like, okay, cool. 
uh, I'll buy, you know, something for the accessory slot. I'll buy one of the health things and I'll buy the, uh, you know, the thing for give us stamina so we can run more. And, you know, there's my $3,000 that I've spent and now we can, you know, move on and, and our team can kick ass. Um, Sounds cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm excited to play it with you guys. Honestly, it's going to really change how we go through the rest of Nightmare. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited for that because uh, it'll mean that we'll get some better guns sooner and maybe actually stand a chance on some of the things that we kind of got some stuff we'll we got to, stuck on. We have to restart on the new mode now, right? You, you don't need to restart in the new mode. We can just continue where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> we were working on trying to beat the hardest mode before. Now there's that's not the hardest that's mode anymore. That's fair. Yeah. Well, oh, let's true. let's beat Nightmare first. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> some of you haven't scene. done that yet. Uh, and then we can do No Hope. I still think they need like an ultra nightmare where it leaves like a small like like maybe like a bobblehead of your character where you died. There's like no checkpoints, no nothing. Yeah. They can't make it all... through the not every game is Doom Eternal. Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I really want it to be. I want it to be. Uh, okay, you get to the bobblehead. You collect the money that you dropped before. Yes, that too. I'm okay with that. Now yeah. we're fighting like a roguelike almost. Seems like. Yeah, Let's move like on and talk gonna... about. Boston PAX East, East 2022. <laughs> I'm going to try and say that for the ninth time. Let's move on to talk about PAX East 2022. Woo! I'm very excited. Uh, it has been two years since we went. Uh, it's our first time back in two years, like I said. And it, this is going on April 21st through the 24th up in Boston. Boston. Actually looking like the weather is going to be nice while yeah, we're there. Yeah. So I'm excited like about that. 63, 64 while yeah. we're there. That's going to be very nice. It's going to be warmer in Boston than it is here in Kansas City. So yep. it's a good wow. choice of... Uh, <laughs> Week and, week slash weekend to go. <laughs> Missouri, Jake. Missouri. Kansas City, uh, Missouri. You're right. you're right. Silly me. I'm the idiot here. <laughs> um, I want to talk about a few things. Uh, and, and I kind of have some notes here on what we want to go through. Some on the show floor. Just kind of talk about that real quick. Uh, talk through some panels. And then uh, also talk through maybe some like tournaments or additional things that are going on that I think are interesting. Or that we collectively think that are interesting. But... Like I did last year, I have I spent some time going through things that are outside of PAX that I am intrigued by. Just reading about uh, like outside of PAX parties that are happening before, during, or after PAX, things that are going on at different venues, uh, just unique things that are happening around the city in Boston, because Boston is a wonderful city if you've never been. Mm. Super cool place to go. Uh, lots of great restaurants, breweries. Um, it's super expensive. So that's just one one uh, mark on the negative side, but uh, very, very, very cool place to go. Um, one specific note, as I was looking through the, mm, what do we call this? The uh, Big PAX East 2022 party list, all the things that are happening outside of PAX. <clears throat> and uh, I think this will uh, hmm, work for one specific person in this group. On uh -huh. Thursday at 7.30 p.m., they will be having at the Wilbur, uh, and I'll just read this info. Hailed as, quote, absolutely amazing, end quote, by Third Coast Review, end quote, a transformative experience, end quote, by Game Grooves. Undertale Live is more than just oh. a concert. It's a meeting place for fans join the quest by voting on each show's unique storyline. And apparently they play through the game and have a live band that plays the music while somebody's playing it. <laughs> wow. That is interesting. Wild. That does sound cool. That's basically yeah. what Bit Brigade does. Yes. That's awesome. I just, that, I just thought that was really interesting. It's uh, it's it, this one's not free. I mean, it's a paid for event because it's outside packs, but still, sure. really neat, really neat. Um, obviously, there's a whole bunch of other things that are going on. Uh, the only other one that I noticed I thought was really neat is they're doing a on Sunday a uh, Dungeons and Flagons five e one shot. <laughs> that's going to be a four hour one shot at a brewery in Boston, which I think is kind of neat. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, that's outside of PAX. Let's talk about what's going on in PAX. First and foremost, the show floor. This super packed, super busy <laughs> show floor uh -huh. that Alex is very sad about. <laughs> I don't really think it's going to be that bad. Huh? I don't think it's going to be that bad. <laughs> All right, I, I mean, want to know why Intel has like a quarter of the floor Yeah, space. they have most of it. It's ridiculous. I mean, probably because no one else wanted it. Maybe. They got it for cheap, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm sure they did. Probably. It's gonna have a bunch of computers running random demos. Yeah. And it'll be like yeah. powered by Intel. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. It might, you know, it might be cool. Maybe, maybe they got yeah. a cool game coming out. Intel. Yeah, Intel cool specifically. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, dude. 
They're finally showing off their discrete GPUs. They're announcing them at PAX East. Could be. What up? It could happen. Available for purchase. The only GPUs you can get right now on the market. <laughs> I mean, that out. seems more realistic than anything else. Mm. Hey, here, here they are. Overpriced. The booth, uh, the booth layout or the expo floor layout is uh, definitely a bit mm, more spread out than it has yeah. in, the last, in the past years. Which, there is... Which, could be because of you know they're trying to you know space things out so that way crowds can kind of safely roll through it because of you know covid guidelines mm-hmm. or something that's definitely it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> simple yeah. enough that they couldn't convince anyone to come yeah. <laughs> i mean i think uh the fact that they announced the speaker like last oh, week oh yeah it, it really speaks to could they get people to show up i yeah. mean if nothing else i don't know about you guys I had never heard of this. Um, it's called Story Time. It's like the keynote, essentially, yeah. of PAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year it is Alana Pierce. Yeah, it is. Which is, I, I'm sorry, I have no idea who that is. I basically like, I, I Googled her and I still don't really it. know who she which is. Which is hilarious because this is the only person I've actually known for mm. story time. I was like, oh, I know who she is. She's a, a video game like edit, like writer. She like started over at IGN. She then did stuff with Rooster Teeth now or at uh, Funhouse or whatever. And now she's doing her own thing. I was like, oh, I know exactly who this person is. Like, this is cool. I actually know the person for once. Um, so I was excited to see that it was her. And I was like, oh, cool. Interestingly enough, the uh, if you go onto PAX's website, you can still buy a four-day badge. So Dang. Probably does uh, not bode well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Normally it's well, like less packed. Be good yeah, for us, we'll be, I guess. That, that part will be nice. Sure. Normally four day badges go out in like uh, like two, Seconds. three days after they go on sale, I would guess. Oh, mm-hmm. that long. Okay. I think yeah, I yeah. thought it was like hours. Yeah, I yeah. thought at the height really of hard. packs, I feel like it was like you had to be on it. Like you had to have Twitter notifications on, otherwise mm-hmm. you just missed badges. Like getting I think PS5. That, I think that was before they did four day badges. When it was just three days, the three day badges sold out like yeah. instantly. Yeah, you're probably that right. was within minutes. Four day badges are a little different because it's, it's like twenty quite minutes. A I feel significant price hike. Saturday badges are sold out, so yes. Saturday will still be busy, which means they're still selling enough. But you're probably right; they probably couldn't convince enough people to actually show up on the expo on the expo floor and uh, sell games or promote they their don't, games. They don't have an indie mega booth this year. Yeah. No? Oh yep. no, indie no, mega booth. There's no, no indie booth. Off as it. So I don't know. What's I feel like there. they just felt like if you needed a booth, you could just get space. Like you yeah. didn't need I, to be I mean, part honestly, of the indie mega booth. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's too bad. Yeah, it'll be okay. Um, other things of note that I see on the floor: uh, Larian Studios definitely going to be showing off oh, uh, Divinity yeah. Fallen Heroes. Yeah, I mean, coming out this November, dude. <laughs> For sure, absolutely. Uh, it would be very funny if they were back they, with it. What if they did that? That they would be nuts. Uh, and then in like three months, they're like, actually, we need to devote more resources yeah. to Baldur's Gate. You know what, actually? <laughs> Baldur's Gate 4. Boom. <laughs> Mind blown. We're canceling Divinity again. Uh, no. Man, is Baldur's Gate 3 gonna like, is that gonna come out? Is that a real game? Or did I get pranked again? They're right? certainly taking game. their time, huh? Yeah, well, they're I think taking they're... their time. No, you I think what? they're I... gonna cancel Baldur's Gate 3 for Baldur's Gate 4, because they gotta devote mm. more time for that one. Mm. That's yeah. what's gonna actually happen. Yeah. It's, gonna, go. it's gonna be a Stadia exclusive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. They do have a big booth for what, presumably, we all know they're gonna be showing, which they've been working on for a while. Right. Divinity Original Sin 3. (laughs) I wish. Baldur's Gate. Man, that would be nice, wouldn't it? I would like Baldur's Gate to actually come out because, like, I've been eyeing it and it looks good. And, like, my girlfriend and I are both like, we will play this game Mm -hmm. when it's out, but it's just not out yet. So we're just twiddling our thumbs, waiting patiently. Is it still just Act 1 that you can play? Yep. They added still, a bunch of new classes, I think, yeah, but it's still I think just Druid and Barbarian are in now. Yep. Which mm-hmm. weird to me that Barbarian took so long. I feel like that's the easiest one. Hitman with stick. Repeat. Yeah. It's you got, be got a Barbarian, baby. But whatever. What do I know? Hmm. Nothing. I still yeah, remember two true. years ago when we went and uh, the guy who runs Larian was doing the demo for Baldur's Gate 3. And he's like, well, this might break. And then it's. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start over. That was That's the first time they showed it off. That was good stuff. 
it was funny because the first time he approached that like first combat encounter it took like 15 minutes and he's like all right well we gotta restart from the beginning because there's no way to save this and then he (laughs) in like two seconds is past it done gone next next part it's crazy speed run strats yeah they work and you can throw a boot i mean that's important like all your gear right i think so yeah Yeah. he was just throwing stuff yeah man good Uh, stuff gearbox has a pretty decent area next to them and also they have a main theater show which i find yeah interesting because like they they just put out a a major game so like what are they promoting are they working on something other than Borderlands 4. Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina that they just put out. Like maybe they announced something. <laughs> I doubt it, though, because they're... I mean, they Brothers just in Arms out. 4. Yeah. yeah, that's probably it. Maybe it's just advertisement for Tiny Tina. I don't know. It could be. It could be. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I know the one year I went to Rooster Teeth show, they were like, yep, we're, we're red versus blue. Yeah, I, I remember that. sucks. They did post uh, on Twitter seven hours ago, uh, on top of showcasing exciting content from Gearbox, we'll be celebrating the history of our Borderlands franchise and welcoming our new fate makers from Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Okay. So, so it's just, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> hey, maybe, like nothing maybe they'll like give out free D20s or something like that. <laughs> or sure. like, somebody could maybe. win a computer. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, Only if anyone not. gets to win a computer, that'd be pretty <laughs> sick. I'd love to see that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, anything else booth-wise stand out to you guys? Uh, intriguing? I like that AMD has a booth that's like similar shape to Intel, but like tiny in comparison. Tiny. Like Very a tenth of the size or less. 20th of the a- size. AMD has sold all their backstock of CPUs, so they don't <laughs> need the extra space to store that. Hey, I saw that Finchie's going to have a booth, and you know what? More tunic. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> oh, this isn't necessarily booth related but did you guys see what like the theme of pax is this year like like spacey. a space mm-hmm. like a space theme yep like star trek hmm. i don't know it's all right it's not my favorite it's theme cool. they've ever done it's better than it's the better last than the time goop. we went yeah it was slime the, the slime <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like what is this yeah that's a weird <laughs> it's like choice Nickelodeon, yeah. circa 1996 <laughs> like <laughs> There's some guy in there. He's like, no, no, no. The kids will love it. And the guy's like, you know, this is like mostly like high school, college and adults who attend this. Right. Like, this is not kids. Yeah. You know, it's like like hundreds of dollars to come here, right? Nostalgic. It's like, no, they love slime these days. Kids love slime. (laughs) I think we need to have buckets of slime. We'll just dump it on people while they're walking around. It'll be great. Whatever, man. I can at least get behind. I can see the logic behind space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's at least an interesting idea. Uh, did you guys see that there is a booth called Horse? I just did horse, see that. Huh? And, no explanation, I just on my Horse. <laughs> I, did, I did see that. Wait, where in is fact, that? not only is there, it's uh, towards the middle top, uh, not only is there a booth called Horse, but if you click on it, it just says Horse. There's yeah. not even like a button to click to go find out what that is. It's just, Which, if there is not <laughs> horse, a Horse... Just sitting there, neighing <laughs> in the middle of packs. I'm going to be so disappointed. I mean, it's even got an icon of a horse and no booth number. Like, it, it better be a horse. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? Horse. Uh, anything, <laughs> anything else that stands out to you guys on the floor? No. I'm gonna go. Really. Really. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, Yeastbirds. Yeastbirds there. Maybe we'll finally get an update on freaking um, Nirvana, the sequel <laughs> to Valhalla. That's still not out? No. <laughs> so they put out a thing, I think like a year ago at this point, that was like, hey, we like fucked up pretty hard. And so it's like, gonna be a while. Oh, no. Sorry. It was like, okay, cool. Can't wait to hear more. Nope just wild because last time we were at pax it was like yeah here's like a fully playable demo how much more could there be to do it's a fucking visual novel (laughs) here are the characters they talk to you just put some more words in there and we're done (laughs) it's the little writing it's fine it's fine i'm not better it's fine maybe they'll be there though (laughs) Uh, okay, well, let's uh, let's skip off the floor and talk about uh, panels. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look through the actual schedule. Yes. Yep. Uh, things that stand out to you. How do you want to do this? You want to do this by day? 
I think it's going day don't... by day is good, yeah. Or just, you all know, right. yeah, if you've got stuff, yeah, sure. Day by day works. All right. Well, I mean, I know we're all very excited about Storytime with Alana Pierce, which we already talked about, but mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday, anything else that stands out to you as uh, definitely need to attend? This one's kind of a everyday thing. There's like this puzzle room. It seems like a almost escape room kind of experience. It seems like it could be pretty fun. Going on every day, though. Yeah, it looks yeah, cool. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Is it the paid-for one? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's two versions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. see. There's a 15-minute a... free version, it seems, and then like a $10 or 30-minute experience. $10 mm. per person. Not yeah. to cast doubt on this before we've even done it, but how good can an escape room be if they're setting it up like very fast? It'll... You know, because like most escape rooms have like a building that they like right build very specifically for the escape room you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it'll, it'll be more like puzzles on paper probably yeah if, if I, I had to guess I right. like we we did one at uh unplugged yeah i was gonna say i loved the unplugged one. Oh. i think it was awesome that was, was like the bomb thing no it was like a it was like spy organizations working against each other or something or we were like countries but it was like there there was a series of puzzles that got us rewards and then we could spend those rewards to get certain things and our team ended up winning i think it was like competitive puzzle solving essentially yeah i do remember that now interesting yeah, that sounds cool we'll see if it is but yeah it was mostly like sitting at a table and they like handed us materials so like mm-hmm. wasn't like a room to to break out of um also Things that happen several days. There's on Thursday. There is a Call of Cthulhu RPG session. It happens a couple more times throughout the event. Um, and there's actually a couple of different RPGs that happen, but these seem to be one shots with pre-gen characters that are like three to four hours long in oh. different systems. So like, there's Call of Cthulhu. Uh, there's a Vampire the Masquerade one I saw somewhere. Um. Alien, the role-playing game, is another one. And also at that one, they say they have other horror-themed RPGs that they're going to be running to that are not listed. Um, But these are all like, you go register for a session and you go do your like three, four-hour one-shot experience. It sounds pretty pretty awesome. Like a good way to try out different systems, maybe. Yeah. Especially if, you know, the rest of PAX ends up being light on content. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Alex. No way that's gonna happen. I did there is um there's an Elden Ring panel. Yeah. It doesn't look like it has anyone from from Soft. No. It looks like it's just random people talking about Elden Ring, which I realize <laughs> I probably can't go to because I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> uh, Wait, you haven't finished cool. that thirty hour to beat game? Hey, you got you got <laughs> two days. Hours. You got a you got two days, Bruh. man. You, you can <laughs> You got I this, am... I believe in you. 95.1 hours into Elden Ring. Not done yet. Not done. Not <laughs> done right. with that first playthrough. I'm 105 hours into Elden Ring. Oh my Ring. god, you, you're past me. <laughs> I- importantly, importantly, I don't think you're around for this, but I learned a new mechanic in Elden Ring. Oh, I heard <laughs> about did. this. Oh, yeah, you did. There's a sprint button, Aaron. <laughs> Holy shit. 90 hours into the game, he learns he can sprint. Oh, you can uh, run. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine oh, you like, like the first the area, you just walked everywhere. Did you know yeah, there was I... a horse? You can ride a horse too. <laughs> yeah, I rode a horse. Oh, time. interesting. But I just, I if kept it was like, like the silhouettes what... of people running around, and I was like, how are they going so fast? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm so upset. Caleb's like, so uh, sprint. I was like half joking. I was like, the sprinting. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> very funny. There's no sprinting. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, 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 I, that happened, guys. Like, oh, if it works. was one of the more obscure... There's tons of obscure mechanics in that game. Sure. Mm-hmm. If it was one of the more obscure things, it would be, like, acceptable. <laughs> like sprinting. But sprinting... I don't I just, know how you... <laughs> I just really like making the game hard. Yeah. Yeah. Just punishing myself. I mean, someone did finish a no-walking Dark Souls 3 run. Yeah, that's what all the headlines told me. I don't even know what that means. Is it rolling <laughs> only? It was mostly move. like attacking and quick step skill oh use. 
That's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> have it you? Even sound fun. No. Have you seen the Elden Ring speed run? I haven't watched it. I haven't finished. I haven't finished Elden Ring yeah. yet. So like I've been pulling yeah. off, but I so it? it's like eight minutes now. Yeah. To beat the game. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently there's like some broken mechanic where if you guard and then input a move forward while releasing it at the exact right frame, you just teleport. Wild. <laughs> That's crazy. It's not it's even a, a wrong warp. It's just like it's a frame perfect input and you just teleport forward like it's it's awesome. And they just go through walls and like oh certain boss arenas, they teleport into them and then out of them and they move so far away from the arena that it despawns the boss and kills them. <laughs> so they just don't even fight anybody. They just teleport That's through awesome. the game. That's so cool. Uh, other things from Thursday to stand out to everybody. Anybody? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe this has happened every year, but I've always been too busy to even consider it. They just have, like, their speedruns in here. There's, like, a Silent Hill 4 speedrun on, like, the open-quote speedrun stage. Right. I don't know. I've never I've never seen one at PAX. Usually, probably, because I'm like, I just watched a GDQ. Why would I do it at PAX? But <laughs> yeah, there's, always, like, there's always a speedrunning area that's not on the Expo floor. It's, like, outside one of the small interesting. entryway areas. I mean, I've literally never explored it at all, but sounds interesting. Yeah, there's some speedrun stuff. We'll see. Maybe I'll swing by there once or twice. Yep. Uh, Going along with my tabletop RPG stuff, there's a panel called Embracing the Nonsense in Tabletop RPGs Mm. on Thursday. Sounds somewhat interesting. I was considering that one. I don't know anybody who's in it. Yeah, I don't know. I was just looking at anything that seemed like it could be fun. Mm -hmm. Sure. You're like grasping at straws over there. You're like, there's not going to be nothing to do. I need to fill my schedule with panels. The Gearbox Main Theater show is also Thursday. So Okay. Yeah. We'll it, it could be. Uh, it could be cool. Who knows, guys? I mean, I mean, the only reason I would go to the Gearbox thing is if they were actually going to be talking about making another uh, Brothers in Arms game. Because that's the only thing I know Gearbox actually did that I liked. So... I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, that's why I'm not interested, because I know they're not going to talk about it. Like, I think that someone, they asked uh, in an AMA, someone asked them in an AMA, like, a couple of years ago about it, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're, like, thinking about bringing back that franchise, but we don't have anything actually done for it. And I was like, cool, thanks. That tells me everything I need to know. Uh, let's move on to Friday. Things that pop up for you on Friday that look interesting. is going to be there. He's yeah. doing an autograph session. That's exciting. He's doing a actual panel. What's what's the panel? I was just going to try to find that. Rosie D rates your anime his husband or wife. Great. <laughs> Great. It, it does <laughs> sound fun. terrible. Yes. But I'll, I'll go. Why not? The description's exactly. so funny. It just says people come up and tell him what their anime husband or wife is, and he Googles them, and then he gives them a score out of five. That's that's <laughs> it. That's it. Hell yeah! And it's Hell what yeah. a good panel. Just him. I good do panel. love Pro ZD though. He's he's a funny man. It's at the same time as the picture board game. Panel, oh, that's devastating. Which is unfortunate. It's like the one funny panel in all of that. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. This one's different because it's it's board games instead of video games. Oh, True. That is weird. Oh, you're is right. there a another... video game one later? I think there is. Maybe on Saturday? I didn't see it. Control I didn't see Maybe it Maybe I'm thinking of design a board game line, or design a video yeah, game. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of, like, design <laughs> video games, but, yeah. group think kind of things. Picture mm-hmm. mm-hmm. board game. There's also uh, a Wordle Royale panel. Oh my gosh. A panel? Yeah. What is it? It says that they're gonna, they're gonna discuss Wordle strategies, and then also oh, they're gonna... Wordle? Yeah. Give us a <laughs> <laughs> not it's not even a hard game, guys. Uh, you want and then game? I think they might play. Samantha. I have been playing Samantha. That game's fucking yes. impossible. It's, it's impossible. so good. It's so good. I think I think they might end up playing Squabble with the the crowd. If I had to mm. guess, that's what mm. my assumption was. Because they say they're gonna do like some sort of Wordle gauntlet with the oh. with the crowd. Alex, this is kind of similar to the one you were talking about. Uh, improvisation and role-playing, how to run a game in the now. I feel like I've seen a panel with this exact name before. Yeah, I've never gone so to it. So it might even be the same people. But it was, it was a pretty solid um, It was a pretty solid panel. Hmm. I need to go to that so I can learn how to DM. 
Yeah, how to right? make it like good. Yeah, how, right. how to, yeah, yeah. Anything I got stuff for that on a different day. Uh, oh, but this this day Friday also has the geek trivia, which <laughs> was a highlight of Packs in the Past. Oh my God, we did it once. <laughs> yes, my oh, ego oh, noise was justified. It's just yeah, the idea of trivia. Oh, I was like, really should go do this, guys. It looks but so when cool. Owen convinced us to go to, and it was terrible. I just, yeah, oh, I remember. Oh, God. Thing I, I do Why did now. you remind me that that existed? <laughs> I was happy forgetting that that's a thing. Uh, did we do that at Unplugged? It might have been on Unplugged. It yeah. could have been Unplugged. Yeah, it was Sucks. a year. <laughs> Everybody was upset and unhappy. <laughs> I understand. That's when they gave like a table the question and they would sit there for like five minutes mulling oh it over, God. trying to come up yeah. with answers. Awful. Mm-hmm. It was the worst method for scorekeeping <laughs> and it was like, not good. Game organization. Mm. Ever. It's like, bro, pubs run a cleaner trivia. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. And like, that's why I thought about it because I was like, hey, I like, you know, pub trivia stuff. And that was bad it that shouldn't was have not good. been as like poorly run as it was it's not hard to run trivia it's like here's the question give me your answer like yeah. now if you don't have it you got it wrong sorry go home anyways <laughs> i i really am interested in this one uh panel that's called um no regrets the gaming achievements we do all over again mm. and the the description talks about it says did you know the latest wolfenstein has an achievement for completing the game on the hardest difficulty without dying or saving your game somebody does Oof. and apparently that's, that's what tough. they're going to do they're just going to talk about all of the most complicated ridiculous convoluted achievements Honestly, you can get in video games that could be kind of fun yeah. I, I like that i wonder if they talk about that that inlet one where you got to play it in whatever country it was made oh in. yeah man you need sure They'll be like, all right, if you guys have a cool achievement you want to tell us about, you just bring it up here. You're like, hey, <laughs> hey, so there's this one. I want to know if anybody's done it. Good luck. Uh, what else on what else on Friday? Anything else stand out? Nah. No. Nah. Friday all sucks. right. So <laughs> I guess violence. There are concerts. I don't recognize any of the names, but there anybody. are concerts. The yeah. NPC Collective, TurboQuest, and the Dairy String Quartet? I feel like the String Quartet has been at PAX's in the past. I've literally never seen them, but I'm sure they've been there. I don't recognize the other two. That's on Friday. All right, let's talk Saturday. Panels or tournaments or anything on Saturday that looks interesting. There's a uh, speedrun of Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just said there's a speedrun of Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm. That could be weird. It's probably too long. It's from 10 to 1.30. Oh, oh my gosh. Kingdom Hearts 2 is a long game, guys. <laughs> Even playing it fast takes a while. Good lord. Yeah, there's some extra credits stuff, because they're going to be there hanging out doing things on Saturday. That seems fun. To um, be honest, I stopped watching them once uh, Dan left. I've been trying to stick around with them, but I feel like the writing has not been great. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I think... Dan did more of the writing than they admitted to. Like, I know yeah. James was officially the writer, but I think Dan brought a lot of brought a lot to the table, essentially. Yeah, like, I, I've been trying to keep up with them, and I just feel like it's just been very inconsistent. Like, sure. you know, they, they're not posting a new video every Thursday, and if they are, mm -hmm. I haven't seen it come up on my YouTube feed, or it hasn't been good enough to like, take, like be like, oh, I should watch that. So it's just been kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess you're doing things still um but yeah i figured that that might be a thing to go to on saturday morning since saturday is going to be packed anyway and i was like well that could be a thing that to kind of get, go off the show floor um actually also, yeah saturday's probably the day to do random bullshit that no one else wants to do yeah well there's two other things it was one uh record store day is on saturday so i might just fuck off and go to a record store on newberry street uh yeah. and not even bother showing up to the convention center for a while uh and then the other thing was that uh one of my friends has a panel at pax on saturday mm -hmm. and so i was oh. like oh i might go to that just to support them and be like hey you did a good job you should that'd be cool 
Yeah, you, want, got, you don't want to plug the name at it's, all. Uh, <laughs> um, it is uh, the uh, it builds character uh, TTRPGs uh, and social emotional learning. Uh, and okay. if I remember correctly, they also have another one. But is it that day or can that I, day? Can I guess it? Can I guess it? On what? Saturday, there's one called Sex on the Table. Is this your no. friends? No. <laughs> uh, it is, their other one is uh, teaching kids to play with knives, difficult subjects, and RPGs. Well, that's fun, though. Those both actually yeah. sound pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we I... Can, so we can pad the audience for your friend. That's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I don't think that it's probably going to be that uh, packed. So I figured that at least one of them I'll show up and be like, hey, I hope you remember me. Um, I'll be like, oh, hey, it's you. Because um, they were very chill. So Nice. I also have a panel called Let's Actually Play, Finding the Fun in Actual Play Streams, which is mm-hmm. highly relevant to the Discord and Signal, I think, <laughs> since we run an actual Uh-oh. play stream. Indeed. Uh, yeah, that's so on Saturday. Maybe, could we we could actually make that game fun? You think? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a tall order. I don't know. I, well, if I it, go to like at least four to five panels, there's a chance that at least one of you could enjoy playing <laughs> playing a session or two. Man, so, uh, this, fingers crossed. Yeah. This says um, you're going to hear from actual uh, actual play GMs and players how they manage to preserve the heart and joy of their games. How do they uh, generate an unbelievable sense of community and tension, and even as an audience, uh, even as an audience is watching, and how do they uh, manage to run a professional, fun production on a budget? Oh, so, oh. that could be interesting. Things relevant huh. to activities that we are taking part in. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you send me the deets for that so I can go check it out to make sure that I get better at being DM? Thanks, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, I see one here that I is kind of interesting. Uh, Soundtrack Scramble, the game music arrangement challenge. Apparently, they uh, have a whole bunch of composers, and they have to they draw at random the name of a video game and the name of a musical style or emotion, and they have the PAX panel to tune fine tune that into something different from what it originally was. And there's like a whole bunch of composers who are doing this. Apparently, mm-hmm. that could be interesting. Uh, looks like there's um. Some freelance guys, uh, Digital Daydream, and uh, Tencent sound producer. Who knows? Could be cool. Uh, other things on Saturday? It hey, guys, this, this, this is... <laughs> and that, the big Acquisitions Incorporated live is happening Saturday. Yeah, yeah the thing that everybody goes fun. to. I, it usually yeah. is pretty packed. But, it's, I mean, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I've never been to it's one, an, actually. It's, you know what, Aaron? It's an actual play D anD D podcast, <laughs> so maybe maybe it'd Wait, be a learning I, experience. I don't know. Is that all I'm doing this time around? Is just learning how to do actual plays via DM? I mean, that's, I'll, that's I'll hang out with you. I'll Ooh. hang out with you and and wow. go to some of those because I also need to learn how to be a good DM. So, all right, let's talk about the last day. Suck it. <laughs> On Saturday, there's a panel called Grandma Shirley Roleplay Skyrim, which is. If you've seen like the viral video of the grandma playing Skyrim, she got a panel at PAX somehow. Wow. Yeah. She okay. I, Why not? I was looking stuff up about that. She had a stroke like a month and a half ago or something. Oh wow. <laughs> so I don't know. Sounds like she's okay. That is. So hopefully, I mean, I hopefully hope she still so, or makes the it. Panel's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. Evening, Christmas. All right, Sunday. Let's talk about yeah, good Sunday. start, dude. Let's go. Uh, all right. Importantly. Right off the top, they're doing a Titanfall 2 speedrun on the speedrun stage. Okay. That actually might be kind of cool. I don't that. know how you speedrun that game, but I would maybe watch that. You just play it real fast. I guess. It's it's an hour, it's supposed to last an hour and 15 minutes. How long is that campaign? It's only like four hours, right? Maybe yeah. six? Like six. Like six. Yeah. I don't know. It could be, that could be cool. Plus Titanfall 2. If you haven't played Titanfall 2, yeah, campaign is excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you guys see? Hmm. I got nothing for Sunday. Sunday is pretty yeah, lacking. Sunday's usually not good, and this year I think it's double super not good. Yeah. All right, looking There's, forward let's, to PAX. Let's make a video game live on stage. Yeah, considering maybe going it's to not, that one. It's not what I was hoping it would be. It's not pitch or video game. No. Could be okay, though. I don't know. There's whoops learning from mistakes as an indie game developer, which sounds oh. interesting-ish. 
No, sure. still nobody I recognize. I was gonna say I don't know any of those names, so it's still it could be cool. Overwatch cosplay meetup. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Cool, dude. I Mito I do really Rito. like. I do really like the name of the the uh, final round of the Omegathon. Omegathon underscore final dash round underscore final underscore all caps final underscore final dot exe. <laughs> I will say wow. I. I have literally never gone to a Megathon, so maybe this is the year <laughs> where I finally learn what a Megathon is. I've only ever gone to a single one because Sam was in it. Yeah. Yep. He won the whole thing? <laughs> no. No. Aww. I got to see him get didn't knocked he, out. Didn't he lose the first round? I think it was the second round. Second round? Okay. Oh. Oh, Sam. Maybe this That's isn't cool. the year. Uh, Actually, if any year we were going to win a Megathon. It could be. Attendance is sparse this year. Yeah. Could be. Uh, okay, so outside of PAX, that's everything that's happening in PAX. Anything you guys are looking forward to in Boston? Being my friends. It'll be Food warm. Friends. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me tell you, personally, I have this. Uh, it's, it's about two feet long and about uh, 12 inches wide, about whoa, six whoa, inches whoa. tall. Box. <laughs> Yikes. Box. It's a blue cardboard oh. box that's sitting in the back of my Ranger. And it just says Down East Cider Co. right across the top of it. And when you open it up, on the inside, it says, when you buy this, if you return it, you can get an entire refill for a friend. And it has <laughs> been two years since I bought that box. And I am really interested <laughs> if they're willing to commit to still give me all of that. Because I'm going to take it with me. Wow. Very excited. Very excited. Come back to Down East, huh? Heck yeah. That place is great. I'm sure it's nothing like it was when we were there two years ago. But Yeah, we'll see. Get some more tokens, get some more cider. Be a good times. Probably probably Saturday when everything's busy, because we'll already have seen all of packs. We'll have gone to all of the interesting panels. Uh it'll be time to just go. There's a lot of eyes. Why are there eyes? I see eyes looking around. Are you so, checking them back? We need to bring eyes. a bunch of board games just in case we get bored by the third day of packs. <laughs> probably. Probably. Might be important. Who knows? It's okay, I've got a Steam Deck, baby. True, true. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'll just play gonna be. Elden Ring. It's gonna be, that's right. We're gonna get back from PAX and be like, I finally beat Elden Ring. It only took me 180 hours total. <laughs> if that. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I know this is taboo, but like, you know, uh, Switches, but is anyone gonna bring their Switch dock so we could actually like, I don't know, like play like a Mario Party or something at night? After I think I would rather die than play Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I, Mario Kart could be fun. What's the player smash or something? I don't know. Superstars? I just figured. I, I think yeah. that, that one's I better. think that our fear is not unfounded, and that it's going to be Pax Light. But yeah, I that's not a bad thing. That just gives us time to like actually explore Boston, to hang out with each other because we haven't seen each other in so fucking long. Like I, I'm still very excited on going to this to see what we can see and to hang out with everybody. So like. Whatever we do will be fun. I'm just kind of hoping that we we find things to do. We will. I, I believe it'll be yeah. it'll be. Honestly, the best part is we're not gonna have to s squeeze past people. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not gonna be packed like it has been in in the past. Which it won't be man, packed. sometimes. Oh. Shut up. Joke. Sometimes, sometimes it's just like so many people and so many like. Rubbing up against you as you're trying to squeeze yeah. past him to get past the Twitch mm -hmm. booth because for some reason everybody's standing there. You know, you know, you guys can watch the same every time. year. Somebody it's gets true. Sick every year. Yeah. You know what? I always think it's funny. The last time we went, the COVID year, is the yeah. one time I don't think any of us got sick. That's yeah. true. That's, sick. that's true. But like, I am bringing emergency just because I know it's like this is the first time I'm going to be around people in two years. So, like, my Honestly, immune system's my... going to take a hit. My full carry-on is just going to be full of bleach. And I'm just going <laughs> to drink it every night. Just yeah. drinking it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Got to clean, clean this bad boy out. Get some sunlight under the skin? Oh, yeah, it'll work. It'll work. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, uh, we're going to PAX. It's happening this week. We're all excited. Uh, when you listen to this podcast, we will currently be there. Probably yeah, regretting right. our decision for buying four-day passes. However, if you <laughs> nah. tune back in in two weeks... We will tell you about all of the maybe possibly kind of fun things we did at PAX East 2022 and all the things we did outside of it because I'm sure we're going to be outside of PAX hanging out, doing things in Boston because Boston's a great city. Anyways, 
Uh, if you want, you can stay around. You know, we're going to be doing some Discord and Signal here in like, I don't know, an hour and 15 minutes maybe. So <laughs> tune back in. That'll be fun. And we'll uh, we'll catch you in two weeks. Bye. See ya. Bye. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. You can also check out our new series, The Discordant Signal, a multi-arc Starfinder adventure, live on Twitch every Monday at 8 p.m. and then out on YouTube and whatever podcasting app you are using at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.